Hi, I'm Divine Grace Pushka, and you're listening to Divine Talks. We all embark on this spiritual and healing journey at one point or another on our way to a grand transformation. And truthfully, although our journeys look different from one another, we're all learning similar lessons and hoping to arrive at similar destinations. As we go through life, we are continuously stepping onto this journey, continuously healing, evolving, and becoming better with each experience and with each quest. Here, I offer a sacred space filled with heart-led conversations about our spiritual and healing journey, along with stories of spiritual triumph. Tune in to channeled messages from spirit and beloveds from the higher realms and receive a vibrational attunement for your day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Divine Talks. I'm your host, Divine Grace Bushka. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we're talking about love and light. And I'm sure you've heard that phrase before, especially if you've been hanging around the spiritual community, any of the spiritual communities in the last handful of years. You know, we're always wishing each other love and light. Wish them love and light. I send you love and light, love and light. But does anyone really know what that means? I mean, it sounds pretty. And people say that the spiritual journey is all love and light, right? I feel like it's become that, you know, that trendy catchphrase of spirituality. You know, it's on everyone's mug and everyone's tote bags, you know, sticker on their laptop or, you know, something they send to someone when someone's going through some sort of challenge. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sending you love and light. However, what a lot of people don't know is that love and light, to get to what truly is love and light, you have to go through very dark patches too. Very, very dark patches. You have to go into the dark. You have to go into darkness. You have to go and dance with darkness for a while. And you do that several times and on several layers and several levels of whatever thing that you're working on. But love and light is totally not the spiritual journey. I'm sure it's, you know, what you arrive at every now and then, right? Because there's no destination. It's just this continuous journey. So you arrive there and then you go through the cycle again and again and again, right? You continue to go, to, go through the cycle where you walk into a new setting, a new phase of your life, a new iteration of yourself. You go through that and you know certain things start to trigger, certain wounds start to be activated. You go through the healing process. You go back into your cave and you cry and you process and you do the tumultuous healing work. And then you start to have grace you start to, you know, find peace. You start, you start to find your breath again. And your legs stop wobbling. And you get back up and, and, you know, you start to feel good. And then you arrive at that love and light. And then you continue going and, and yet another cycle begins. But that love and light isn't the whole entire journey. And love and light isn't this like bubbly, like 
you know, rainbows and butterflies kind of thing that happens all throughout. As you all know, because we've talked about this many times on this podcast, the spiritual journey is all but love and light. There is so much of that opposite. And so I'd like to elaborate on that more and talk more about this again. I know we talk about this all the time. However, I really want to normalize this. That this journey isn't, you know, rainbows and butterflies. That this journey is going to challenge you. However, without that challenge, you will not grow. If life was simple and great and easy all the time and beautiful all the time, you would not evolve. Not as a person, not as a human, and not as a soul. The point that we're here, folks is to learn and grow, to evolve as souls by experiencing the human experience. And that human experience is not always pretty. That human experience is chaotic, tumultuous, painful, aggressive, sad, lonely at times, angry, dark, and all over the place. It's all of that, and it's also quite beautiful. This is also where we get to experience love in all its different layers, joy, peace, fulfillment, companionship on, a, on different levels, and so many other wonderful things. This isn't a place of just love and light. It's a place for so much and all. And this is why we're here experiencing it so that as souls, we grow wiser. We evolve and become better. Whatever better means, right? It's a continuous evolution of who we are as a soul. And I believe that to get to what truly is love and light, we have to go through the dark. We have to dance with it. And we have to go into the darkness and really learn from all that information that gets channeled through from that, from that place within us. And I think this is where a lot of people get afraid. This is where a lot of people start to turn away and look at it as, oh, that's bad. That's being negative or even that's evil going into the dark. It's not, actually. Because all of these things are parts of us. And unless we, until we acknowledge it, I should say, until we acknowledge it, it, it never gets transmuted, alchemized. It never gets, it never evolves, right? We never evolve from that. And so it's okay. I welcome you all. I encourage you all to take a look and to spend some time in your shadows, 
in the darkness that is inside of you. When you get to know it, you transmute it. That's when it becomes actual light. You transmute it by getting to know it, by learning it, by learning from it, and from making peace with it. We're also taught in the spiritual community that, you know, we have to be positive all the time, right? And so therefore, I always have to think positively, speak positively, act positively. And so we take that and a lot of people are confused because, you know, they're told that they need to be positive and think positive. But then I'm here going, well, you got to go back into your past or your past experiences. You got to go within you and look at the sort of not positive things. You got to look at the negative things. And so people are getting confused, like, well, I thought we were supposed to be positive. I thought we were supposed to think positive all the time. If I think about something that doesn't make me feel good, you know, that's negative. If I think about, you know, my limiting beliefs, that's, that's being negative. And it's, you know, not actually quite contrary to that. Being positive is different from thinking positive. When you go and you look at things from your past or things within you that aren't necessarily positive, right? Our limiting beliefs aren't positive. They're all negative. But if you take the time to take a look at those things and really work on them, work on yourself, even though those things are negative, what you're doing right then and there is a positive thing. You are being positive. As long as you're not sulking in those feelings or emotions, those limiting beliefs, as long as you're not sulking in, oh, I am, I am not worthy enough, or I am not capable, or, you know, whatever else, you know, insert limiting belief. As long as you're not sulking in them and playing victim as you're going through your past experiences where maybe someone has hurt you before, as long as you're not soaking in that and, and playing victim and blaming, this is perfectly fine that you're going in and you're looking at those things and you're thinking about them. You're not being negative. In fact, you're being very positive because you're looking at those things, you're thinking about those things so that they're no longer a part of your beliefs. They're no longer a part of your programming. That moving forward, you know, you're not held back by those things and you can go and actually create what it is that you truly want to create. Become you, who you truly are without having to hide thinking that maybe you won't be accepted if you reveal who you are to the world, to anyone, right? So it's okay to go and look at the negative things that have happened in our lives. The negative, you know, the limiting beliefs that are negative. It's okay to look at all those things and to work on all of these things. Because the intention there is to correct them. Well, to learn them 
and to grow from them, to learn them and to learn from them and to grow moving forward, to apply the lesson, to apply the things that we are learning when we, ref- when we reflect on, on those things, when we work on those things. We don't go back there, you know, to get stuck. Some people might go, oh, well, you know, you're, you're, you're getting stuck in the past or whatever, right? But you're not getting stuck. Your intention is to work on it so you can heal. And because of that healing, you can properly now advance forward. So you have to go into the dark. You have, you have to get to know the dark. And it's scary sometimes. And it hurts very much sometimes. But you have to go into the dark. Because that's where you can actually create light. True light. You know, that love and light, that thing. That's where it gets created. That is the true love and light of this journey. Going into the dark and creating it from there. And then, of course, bringing it out from there. The real test is how do you apply it moving forward? All of those things that we go and we learn about, right? I'm sure all of you listen to talks, read certain books, you know, listen to podcasts and videos go to events to hear, you know, some sort of teacher speak so you can learn from there. But what good is it if you don't apply those things? If you don't apply them in your own life, then it's just information. And it just becomes useless. And now it's just taking space in your brain, in your mind, in you. But what good is it if it's just taking space? How are you able to apply it forward? And I think that's the true test, right? doesn't matter how much you know. It doesn't matter how much you think you logically understand these concepts. What matters is, are you able to apply them? Are you able to make your life look like, mirror that very concept that you just learned? And if you're not yet, well, I guess you better get going on the work. And I think that's also one of my pet peeves, especially in the spiritual wellness empowerment (laughs) communities. It's, you know, there's so much information. And it feels like there's just, everyone's just regurgitating the same information. And then you've got teachers and people who call themselves gurus and people who, you know, are experts and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Who talk about these concepts and talk about how important they are. 
within their lives don't mirror it. But, you know, they're not actually living those words that they teach. And so I think this is where, you know, I think this is why, where it's really important to use your intuition and to really feel the information that I'm receiving. Does this resonate with me? The person that I'm learning from or that I want to learn from, do they resonate with me? Feel people, feel things with your intuition, with your heart at heart level obviously take your logical mind with you but let your heart lead let your intuition lead i'm all about leading with your intuition and taking your mind with you i think that that creates a very powerful whole people just say oh follow your heart follow your intuition and then you got other people going, well, you, you got to think with your mind. You got you to take your mind. Your mind's very powerful. And I believe that all those statements are true. The mind is very powerful. And so is your intuition. Your intuition is very powerful and always right. However, it still needs the mind, right, to apply that in our reality here in the physical world. So you've got, you've got to take both with you. However, you let the intuition lead. And this is the very same process that takes place when you're going into the dark. You let your heart lead. You let your intuition lead. You let your intuition help you follow the breadcrumbs to your healing. Because in the dark, well, it's dark. Your intuition helps guide you through it. And of course, you take your, your mind with you because you'll need that as well. Especially afterwards when, you know, you've alchemized your limiting beliefs or, you know, are trying to reverse them now, or I shouldn't say trying, but are reversing them now and are creating new beliefs. You need the mind with you to make that happen. So always lead with your intuition. And when you're going through the dark, allow your intuition to lead you through it. It never goes wrong. As long as you're also taking your mind with you. I think that both work best together. Just like you know, the duality of who we are, right? Human and divine. And even masculine and feminine. They need to work together. They need to be whole together as one. And so it's the same thing. And so I think I will stop right here. And next week we'll talk more about why is it so important to, you know, to take with you the mind as you let your intuition lead, as you let your heart lead? What does that look, really look like and why is that so important? 
And where can we also find that same or similar idea elsewhere in our lives? And so I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. And I hope that you all understand that, yes, this spiritual journey is not so much love and light. It's, it's the dark too. And it's dancing with the dark to get to that love and light or even really to create what truly is love and light. And so I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your week. And I look forward to speaking with you all next week. Again, you know, I love hearing from you all. So please, you know, if you have any questions, feel free to email me. Or if there's something that you all want to hear me talk about, please let me know. I'd love suggestions. You can email me at divinegrace at divinegracetoday.com. Other than that, I hope that you are all enjoying December and I will talk to you all next week. Bye. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Divine Talks. If what you heard resonated with you, I invite you to follow me on Instagram at Divine Grace Today. And if you want to learn more about what I do and what I offer, I'm a healer, intuitive, trans medium, and channel. And I offer one-on-one sessions, classes, and events. You can check all of these out on my website, divinegracetoday.com, for more information. See you all next episode.